with on-demand talk shows 24-7. I see. This is TalkZone.com. It's time for Healthy Talk Radio. Healthy Talk Radio with Julian Whitaker, MD, America's wellness doctor, and Deborah Ray, America's first lady of health. Coming to you live from the headquarters of the Global Health Network and across the world wide web. <gasps> Computers can do that? It's America's longest running radio program dedicated to your health and wellness. What's taking place here is an alternative approach. Get in on the phone lines now by calling 1-800-307-3002. Now, here's Dr. Whitaker and Deborah Ray. Good day. Welcome to Healthy Talk Radio. I'm Deborah Ray. Well, <laughs> It was a media frenzy like no other. Remember the honeymooner who may have uh, exposed people to, to a TB? Now the results are out. No passengers got TB from that honeymooning attorney. Well, it's an important health message uh, for each and every one of us who want to make wise choices when it comes to our lifestyle. It does make a difference. You have to eat well, supplement wisely, exercise, mind the stresses in your life. And, oh, by the way, yeah, you need to drink some water. But how do you make an informed choice? America's wellness doctor, Gene Whitaker, MD, joining us today. We have a special guest. He's written two books about water and your health. Charles Strand joining us as well. Our line's open. 800-307-3002, right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Now, the news and views about the news you won't hear anywhere else. The Healthy Talk Radio News Digest. Our mission to provide you that health care news and views from credible sources that you won't hear anywhere else. Uh, brings to us Julian Whitaker, MD. Dr. Whitaker, hello and welcome. Hello, Deborah. How are you this morning? I'm welcoming your input uh, here this morning, Dr. Whitaker, because today's Journal of the American Medical Association, the, the lead article is about uh, bone fractures and thinning of the bones. And the suggestion is is that anybody who has a broken bone should be screened for osteoporosis. Uh, I know Dr. Abramson has spoken of this. I mean, are, are we trying to medicalize <laughs> uh, more than, than just a, a, a trauma that results in a bone fracture by starting to screen everybody for osteoporosis now, Dr. Whitaker? Well, gosh, it gives an opportunity to give them another drug. <laughs> for sure. Of course that's what we're trying to do. But, you know, when you have a fracture of a bone, you can look at the x-rays to see if there's osteoporosis. You know, we could tell, when I was in medical school, we don't need all these screens. When I was in medical school, we got very proficient at estimating the age of the patient by looking at a chest x-ray and looking at the uh, density of the bone of the spine and of the ribs. You know, we could come within five years. You know, the thinning of bone is a natural phenomenon of aging. Now, I have been giving my patients uh, osteoessentials, which has vitamin K in it and boron and zinc and manganese and, and these elements that help to build and keep bones. Secondly, vitamin D. So rather than screening people for this, which everybody's going to have anyway, go ahead and give them vitamin D, calcium, magnesium, some vitamin K, some uh, trace minerals, and give them the things that what the body uses to build bone. Don't give them a drug. They don't need a drug. They need the elements that stimulate natural bone replenishment. 
That's what I do. I don't have. I never write prescriptions for those Fosamexes and those uh, those prescription drugs for boning, for bone uh, strength, because you can do it naturally and it's safer. Yes, indeed. Well, this is an interesting overview of uh, today's Boston Globe, but radiation risk. Apparently, the chief of medicine at one of the largest HMOs in the Boston area has been concerned for years about the financial costs of the rampant use of CT scans, and the right. information he's gathered is just fascinating, Dr. Whitaker. We were doing 20 million CT scans nationwide in 1995. Uh, in the last reported year, 2005, that had ballooned to 63 million CT scans. That's a 300 percent increase yeah. in CT scans. Yeah. And CT scans, you know, yeah. generate a huge amount of radiation soaked up by the patient. Right. He goes huge on, amount. Yeah. Yeah. He goes on to comment that, for example, chest CT exposes a patient to about um, eight of these uh, millisieverts of, of radiation, which is 400 times the radiation exposure from chest X-ray, and, and mirrors what um, you know the the survivors of the atomic bombs <laughs> were exposed to. Oh, is that right? One CT mirrors the radiation that um, survivors of Hiroshima and Nagasaki were exposed right, to. Right, right. They know that those survivors were radiated with um, about five uh, millisieverts of radiation. A, C- a chest CT scan is eight <laughs> millisieverts. Of- oh, so it's more. Yeah. Yeah. It is more radiation than the radiation in the atomic bomb, and we're doing right. 66 right. million of them a year. So he sent a memo to all the doctors uh, there at this, this HMO in Boston, warning them that they are over-relying on CT scan. He's actually invited a radiation specialist in to educate the doctors that, for example, you have a patient with kidney stones, use an ultrasound. Don't use a CT scan because right. they say, you know, patients with chronic kidney stones or Crohn's disease, I mean, they're giving these patients CT scans at the drop of a hat, Dr. Whitaker. I know that. I had my 15-year-old daughter with some back pain, lower back pain. It was stress-induced. It was exercise-induced. It was use-induced. She was a soccer player, and she'd been playing soccer literally all year round for five years, and she was having some back pain. And, and it was recommended we have a CT scan to see if she had a stress fracture. I said, Doc... She's 15 years old. You're going to give her a Nagasaki radiation to her pelvis to see if she might have a stress fracture when the treatment is going to be the same, and that is rest and a brace? Well, he immediately saw the, the um, invalidity of this approach, but it is so routine. Doctors say, let's x-ray, let's CT, let's PET scan, let's do all these kinds of x-rays you know, so we can have something to look at. It's insane. And I, I did not realize, Deborah, that one CT chest scan yeah. uh, generates more radiation to that area than it was exposed than the, the survivors of Nagasaki and Hiroshima were exposed to. That's alarming. And of course, then you look at the radiation and things like cardiac catheterizations. That's immense, Doctor Whitaker. That's immense. more than the CT scan. Oh yeah, correct? absolutely, absolutely. And, and they have a statement from the senior diagnostic uh, physicist at Dana Farber Cancer Institute as part of this article, which is is sobering to me. And I welcome your insight. Um, um, this physician was uh, was quoted as saying uh, he considers it's a positive sign if a patient has gotten multiple CT scans because it means the patient, and we're talking that cancer patient here has survived long enough to require continued monitoring. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, where did this uh, article appear? In today's Boston Globe. I'll, I'll send it to you. All right. Please do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, you know, we do a service, Deborah. We've got to get people aware of these kinds of things so that they can be in better control of their health and of their family's health. Absolutely. Well, one thing we have talked about, and I don't think this is new information, but it's published again in the current American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, want to raise your HDL and lower your C-reactive protein, uh, two glasses of wine a day over four weeks, uh, according to this published research, did the trick, Dr. Whitaker. Hey, that's good news. <laughs> exactly. You know what better news is? What's that? If you drink four, you get better results. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Great news. The wine is a health food, and good wine just doubles the pleasure. Absolutely. Right. Well, this is an interesting uh, research um, uh, that's being done in France. Um, they've apparently identified that a rich source of polyphenols is from brown algae. Uh, and they're actually bringing this to the natural products industry now because they've done clinical studies um, in, in Spain, in Italy, and in, uh, in France indicating, um, and they've actually done human clinical trials on a 500-milligram supplement of this brown algae daily, uh, mm-hmm. finding that it regresses plaque. And at the end of this uh, 21-day study, um, dramatically increase the vitamin C levels. So you wonder if it's the algae or somehow because this algae appears to be rich in vitamin C, if that's you know, what's you know, providing you know, the cardiovascular benefit, Dr. Whitaker. Well, it either, it, it, I don't know how it could enrich vitamin C other than it be in the algae. Because human beings do not manufacture vitamin C. Right, but they know that it increases the production of, of nitric oxide dramatically. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently it has multiple benefits. Yes, it does. Now, it can increase the production of, of nitric oxide. That, that right. I can understand. Right. Arginine does that. But um, I would imagine that it just has additional vitamin C right. in the brown algae, as all uh, living organisms except humans and the right. fruit-eating bat and the monkeys um, make vitamin C uh, in their system. You know, plants, animals, mammals, most of them, all living organisms manufacture this very important molecule. Um, so it has to be in the uh, brown algae if they're going to have an increase in blood level of vitamin C. And they found that supplementation reduced plaque formation 20-fold, according to the published uh, human trial. Oh, my goodness. That's interesting. How long a study was that? Um, 21 and 42 days. That appeared in Scandinavia. What journal was that? Um, that was um, the International Journal of Cardiology. Wow. Back with more, we're going to talk about water. Yeah, it's good for your health with Dr. Whitaker joining us today. Our line's open right here on Healthy Talk Radio. Warning, changing that radio dial can be hazardous to your health. So tear off that knob and lock it in on Healthy Talk Radio with Deborah Ray and Julian Whitaker, M.D. You'll be glad you did. I have to confess, we don't talk about it enough. It, it makes a difference. When I made a concerted effort to start you know, really drinking better water uh, more often, it just makes a difference in your health. So we have the opportunity with America's Wellness Doctor, our resident medical expert, Jean Whitaker, MD, and a special guest joining us today to talk about water. Um, I mean, we, we, we buy bottled water thinking, oh, smugly, somehow we're the healthier for us. And the guest that's joining us, Dr. Whitaker, has actually written 
two books on water. He has 17 U.S. and international patents on water treatment. He's Charles Strand uh, joining us today. Charles, thanks for joining Dr. Whitaker and me here today. Oh, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Morning, Charles. Nice for thanks for joining us. I didn't know water. I did not know water was important. When did we find out water was important? <laughs> well, you found out from from personal from a family's standpoint. Tell us the story, Charles. Well, I got into the water business a little over twenty years ago when my son was about six months old. He was sick. He was he had you know he was diagnosed as chronic asthma and allergies and sensitivities to all sorts of things and. Um, you know, our doctor at the time told us to hold him in the shower and let him breathe the steam, put a vaporizer by his bed and, you know, direct steam towards him. And we lived in an area that used surface water, like many areas in the country. And in the summer months, they really have to increase the levels of chlorine to deal with the algae blooms. And it causes chloroform gas in the household, and this is what was affecting his lungs. And, you know, we installed a home water purifier, and his symptoms went away, and he got better, and it really... um you know, got me very passionate about the water industry, and I've been involved in it ever since. And I've heard literally thousands of stories from similar stories from mothers whose children had breathing problems or skin conditions and all sorts of things that just by increasing the quantity and the quality of water that you're consuming really makes a tremendous difference in people's health. I wrote about uh, Dr. Johnny's book, um, uh, in which he was using water, just increasing water to treat gastric ulcers, to treat a lot of conditions just by increasing the hydration. And I tell my patients that um, that have arthritis that they need to increase their water to increase the hydration because the cartilage on their joints doesn't have a blood supply. And the only nutrients and, uh, and activity that they get is if the water has enough osmotic pressure to to, uh, give nutrients to the cartilage because it doesn't have a blood supply. So dehydration is a big problem. I'm sure you've seen this as well, Charles. You go into a nursing home and you see uh, people sitting in wheelchairs and they have cotton mouth because they're so dehydrated that they have the cotton mouth, which is the the sticky white saliva that um, athletes get when they're working too hard in the sun and they dehydrate themselves. So water is one of the elements that we have a lot of around that people don't pay any attention, don't pay enough attention to, and it's the quality of water that we want to discuss here because we know that you can, that when you, when you use chlorine in the water, that, that creates a problem. They don't allow chlorine in Germany, do they? No, actually, they use um, um, several different, you know, all, a lot of the European countries don't use chlorine anymore. They use, um, you know, ultraviolet light. They right. use, you know, other methods of disinfection. You know, every study that's ever been done shows that there there are risks to consuming water with chorine in it. Yes. It is. It, 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 gosh, it smells awful. And, Ugh, so tell us about water. your water filter. How did you How did you come about? And what's the mechanism of the of the filtration and the purification? Well, you know, water. System? You know, like you said in the book you mentioned. Um, you know, the doctor that did all the studies. And I've read uh, much of your information about how people can improve their health by increasing their intake mm-hmm. of water. Like you say, everything: digestion, joint lubrication, mm-hmm. you know, energy production, weight loss, skin hydration. You know, your body's seventy-two percent water, so it just makes sense that the right type of water is going to be very important. You know, what people don't know, and and you know, there's been so much hype about bottled water, and you know, on the internet now, if anybody searches for bottled water quality or bottled water bans, you'll find that you know, ten of the biggest cities in the United States have banned the use of bottled water by city employees or using tax dollars because nobody's ever been able to show that it's better quality than tap water. 
You know, it's exactly. unregulated. You know, in most cases, in fact, the Natural Resources Defense Council's done the biggest study, and it's on their website. It's called Bottled Water Pure Hype or Pure Drink. You know, they tested over a thousand bottles of water from a hundred different brands, a hundred different companies, and found elevated levels of bacteria and traces of synthetic chemicals in every single one of them. So, bottled water isn't the solution. And you know, there's a lot of different types of home water filtration systems, and people hear about distillation and reverse osmosis and th- those types of systems were designed to take minerals out of water now, they were right. designed 60 some years ago for the printing industry not really intended for drinking water the best drinking water and, and all the studies, recent studies show is water that has an alkaline pH water that still has the natural mineral content but has had the contaminants removed and that's what our systems are designed for, we use a, a patented method called selective filtration that takes out the synthetic chemicals, takes out the bacteria, takes out the heavy metals, but it leaves in those traces of the, the Earth's crust, the natural minerals that keep it at a neutral pH, and it also gives it a better taste. It tastes like natural spring water instead of flat and bitter like a, a distilled water. Now, um, what is a filtration system? How, and how, do, how does that filtration system work? Well, our drinking water filter, which is the highest rated one in the United States right now, voted best performance by Consumers Digest four years in a row. It's certified by Underwriters Laboratory, certified by the California Department of Health Services for mm-hmm. over 100 contaminants. It's a two-stage system. It has two filter cartridges in it. The first cartridge uses a, a bituminous charcoal to remove chlorine and, and sediment that's in the water, any visible sediment or turbidity. The second cartridge is an ion exchange that removes the heavy metals, and uses a coconut shell uh, a media that's made from coconut shells to remove what they call the VOCs, the volatile organic chemicals, like your traces of pesticides and herbicides and some of the byproducts that are caused from chlorine. What now, happens in you, water? How, what turns you on to coconut shells? That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, you know, coconut shells is about oh, 15 years ago they determined that the fluid that's inside of a coconut shell is the purest naturally occurring liquid on the face of the earth. Really? And they determined from that that there's properties in the coconut shell that have the ability to filter out um, uh, organic chemicals, synthetic chemicals, and they carbonize it and make all sorts of different filter medias out of it. And it's one of the medias that we use because it's, it's shown to be the most effective for removing synthetic chemicals from water. That's fascinating. And it's a natural process. Yes. And uh, this is interesting. Where do you get your coconut shells? Who, who's from in Asia. The mar- I mean, almost all of the coconut shell carbons come from Singapore and Malaysia, places where they, you know, they have big you know, coconut, coconut shell plantations. Yeah. But, you know, it's brought into the U.S. and, you know, treated here, um, you know, uh, several big companies that, that make coconut shell filter medias. And we use them in our filter products along with other medias, combinations of medias to make mm-hmm. sure that it's addressing all the different groups, inorganic contaminants, organic contaminants, metals, so forth. Wonderful. You know, I've got, um, I am going to, Charles, I am going to buy your product. I'm not going to get you to give it to me. I'm going to call this number, and I'm going to buy it. Because when I talk about it, I don't want to say I did it because Charlie gave me a product, and I want to talk about it. I want to buy it because I've been listening to your ads on the radio. I've been listening to the fact that you're um, uh, uh, rated four times in a row by Consumers Digest, I think it was. And this is good. This is good information. This is a good product. So I'm going to call this number and buy this thing. And I, uh, we've had, I've written about what I thought was some very good water filters. Uh, we had this one uh, group of water filters that I wrote about, and then um, 
Amway sued them for a patent infringement, which didn't work. I mean, there was no patent infringement, but literally just put them out of business. And um, so that it's was a very It's a very competitive industry. You know, we make three basic groups of filters, our drinking water filters, which we talked about, shower filtration, which I know in your newsletter I've, I received that I've read several articles you've written about the importance of shower filters. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things people don't realize is that two-thirds of our exposure to these waterborne chemicals comes from inhalation and skin absorption from showering. And then we also make whole house filters. In fact, the most cost-effective whole house filter on the market, you know, our drinking water filters. And let me mention this code real quick for your listeners so that if, if they call our call center or go to our website, they can get special pricing by from listening to this show if they just well, use good. I'm going to do that, so mention it, okay? Right. The promotion code TALK is T-A-L-K. Charles, hold that thought. And our website is aquasana.com, A-Q-U-A-S-A-N-A.com. Hold on, hold on, Charles. Or they can call 866-NO-BOTTLE. Back with more of Charles Strand and Dr. Julian Whitaker. The information on Healthy Talk Radio may not represent the views of this network, this radio station, or its sponsors, but it might just be good for your health. Now, here's Julian Whitaker, M.D., America's Wellness Doctor, and Deborah Ray, America's First Lady of Health. Our lines are open, inviting you to join us. It's a toll-free number, no matter where you're listening to us, at 1-800-307-3002. That's 1-800-307-3002. And joining us today is the author of two books about water and our health. Uh, um, he has been granted 17 U.S. and international uh, patents for water treatment because of, of a personal health uh, family experience, passionate uh, uh, about what he does in terms of, of education, as well as professionally of, of water filtration. Charles Strand joining us today, and we were talking about those various options because as you spoke, Charles, uh, uh, whether it's, it's uh, water filtration in terms of, of drinking water uh, versus uh, bottled water, uh, the shower filtration, the whole house filtration, it does make a difference. And you were mentioning an important code. Uh, uh, we want to make sure that everybody got that place, Charles. Yeah, and like I say, water is just so critically important. It's people should do the research and determine, you know, what what the, the products that they're looking at, make sure their quality and the companies are reputable. If they'll go to our website, like I said, aquasana.com, if they use the promotion code TALK, it will automatically populate the special pricing that we've, we've plugged in and programmed in for your listeners, which gives them 20% off of our already factory direct pricing. Um, it gives them free shipping and handling. And right now they've got a promotion going on where anybody that tries one of our products gets a free case of six of these nice glass water decanters so that they can store their water in healthy glass decanters, which is part of the big discussion, like we said earlier, about the problems with bottled water being stored in plastic bottles and leaching contaminants into the water. The yeah. shower filter, um, you know, about $67 with the discount, very inexpensive, very easy to install. Let me ask you water this, systems Charles, under $100. Charles, let me ask you this. If you get the whole water system, would you need to get a shower filter? No. If you have the whole house system, then you're pretty, you're covered. All the faucets in your entire household will have filtered, chemical free, healthy water. And it's, you know, if somebody owns their own home, in my opinion, it's the best investment they Mm -hmm. can make in their house. It's under $800. This is what, this is what, um, our listeners don't realize. And I mention this to every time I'm, driving or something, go get a bottle of water or something, that bottled water 
costs substantially more than gasoline. Oh, it's amazing. It is just amazing that you that you pay you know uh, seven to nine dollars a gallon for water in these little bottles and, and water that people have no idea what and no idea what no it is. It's, it is. It's unbelievable. They, when they first came out with this idea of bottled water, everybody thought it was nuts. Who would buy bottled water when you can get it right out of the tap? But when they realized how the tap water was bad, then this was what sold the bottled water. And the bottled water, in many cases, is no better than the tap water. But if you have this home filtration center, which is what we're going to do, and we've, I've had them before, but the one that we, that we have, we no longer have, the home filtration, you can fill up your own bottles. Sure, bottle and your save own. money. It just makes more sense. You know, it's a couple of pennies a gallon instead of dollars a gallon. You can be assured of the quality. It's more convenient. <laughs> you just you push a button and you've got you know the purest, healthiest water sure, on sure. earth available to you for pennies a gallon. It, it just makes so much more sense than bottled water. Well, I'm going to make my call right after the show, so I'll be sure to get on your deal. <laughs> me too. Me too. Well, actually, let me throw this in: that all of our products are 100% guaranteed. We, you know, this is our 15th year in business. You know, we're uh, certified by Underwriters Laboratory, our products, our company, our employees. And anybody wants to try one of our products, for 60 days they can try it for any reason whatsoever. They're not happy. They don't even have to send it back. All you have to do is call our toll-free number. We'll have it picked up. We'll refund the money, pay for the shipping, and we'll let them keep the free six glass bottles that we send them when they try the product. So it's really a good promotion. Great products at a great price, and it just makes Makes better sense. Do you need it's a much plumber for to, the environment? Yeah, Charles, the do you need a plum- Charles, do you Isn't need it? a plumber to put in the the whole water system for the whole house system? Yes, and it's typically a, a one and a half to two hour job, so it's Good. going to be a hundred and fifty to two hundred dollar installation. But once it's installed, it only has to be replaced every three years, and you can replace it yourself. So it's a one time installation, and it's like I say, it's the best investment people can make in their family. Right. Okay. I've got a water story, Doctor Whitaker. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, I was was I remember it. It was it was in the O'Hare Airport, um, and and went and, and purchased some bottled water, and it was some outrageous, you know, like three dollars and fifty cents. Sure, <laughs> oh, that's, was, that's common now. And I was sitting there waiting for the airplane, and I happened to turn the bottle over, and I had never done that before for whatever reason, and it read. Water from the municipal water supply system of Marietta, Georgia, and I thought, wait a minute, I'm drinking water out of the tap and paying three dollars and fifty cents for this. <laughs> Almost all, over seventy percent of bottled water is from the city that it's sold in, because as long as it's not trans, as long as it's not transported across the state line, it doesn't have to meet the FDA guidelines for purity. Isn't Goodness that gracious! So they just they just bring it right out of the tap and put it in the bottle. Sure. I mean, now, you know, usually they'll use some type of simple filtration to make it taste better, but it's impossible to get pure water out of a bottle. Home water filtration is not only the most economical, the most convenient, it really truly is the only way to get truly healthy, chemical-free water. Now, here's a water question that has bothered me. You, uh, I know that there's a, some kind of a dilution of the, of the plastic that the water is in. And I know that there are mothers that are concerned with phytates in some of the of the um, bottles that they use to feed children. Um, is that a significant problem when you're buying bottled water? Uh, if the bottle is sitting out and exposed to sun and is heated, does that increase any um, of the uh, contaminants that would come directly from the plastic? 
Very much so. I mean, that's one of the big discussions now about the bottled water industry, other than that it's just tremendously bad for the environment, over 60 million plastic bottles being disposed of every day. Water is a universal solvent. It will dissolve some part of anything it touches. The problem with bottled water is that, you know, the average shelf life is six months. It's transported in the back of trucks that are 100 degrees, and then it sits in a warehouse, then it sits on the shelf. And over time, and especially in warm temperatures and, like you say, sunlight, um, it, it dissolves some of those chemicals. Every test that's ever been done on bottled water shows traces of phthalates and you know uh, polyvinyls and so forth, PVCs, things that plastics made of. It just it's it's a it's a must. You know, it's just going to happen. Mm, that's really got me a major concern because I know I know people that have bottled water and have a little filtration system. I mean, a little dispenser, a large dispenser, but the. Um, the uh, five-gallon or the two-gallon uh, plastic container sometimes sits in the sun for two or three days. Sure. And I'm I mean, sure that that's just... Right down the street from our house in Monticello, Texas, is one of the big spring water companies, and they have a whole shipping yard full of these bottles sitting out in the sun full of water. And every time I drive by there, it just makes me sick that you know, people don't realize that. We have a whole section of our website now about why you should store your water in glass containers and all the health benefits to that. And it's, right. it really is important, and people should take the time to understand why it's important. Are there, and I know that there's some kind of very hard plastic that do not or have at least less uh, dissolution into the water. Is that There are polycarbonates, like if people will go to uh-huh. like some of your better outdoor stores. You know, right. they have, I think one of the brands is called Nalgen. That makes a good the 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 benefit really to those if you're refilling them every day, it's uh-huh. not the same problem as water sitting in a plastic bottle for six months. Got it. You know, it takes right. a while for that water to start the plastic to start leaching into the water, but you know, glass is best. But there are you know polycarbonates is the best because they've shown to leach the least. And there's lots of you know stores that you can buy those bottles in and fill your own and carry them to work or carry them in glass containers. Now, in the glass containers, do you have any of the containers that have some break resistance? Because I know I would be concerned at carrying glass bottles around. All of ours, and you'll see, you know, when you when you get your order, you'll see very thick. I mean, these glass bottles, I mean, I've dropped them on the floor before and have yet to see one break. But, you know, mm-hmm. they're designed to store water in your refrigerator so that you have good, and it's more appealing. It will naturally make people drink more water if they open the refrigerator and there's a nice frosty glass decanter full of water versus, you know, some old avocado green Tupperware pitcher from the 60s or something. And it's just, it's important to train. Hey, I enjoyed living in the 60s. Don't, don't <laughs> criticize the 60s. I had a good time. And I still have those containers, Charles. <laughs> I, I've seen them around here as well. In offices, you know, people, a big trend. In fact, we just shipped a, a load of um, water filters to Condoleezza Rice's office because a lot of the government offices now are banning bottled water. And, you know, people can use, they're very inexpensive. For less than $100, you can have a very high-quality drinking water filtration system at your office for the employees at your home. You know, it's very easy to install. They can go underneath your sink or on top of the sink. And it's, like I say, it just makes sense. You're, you're talking about less than 10 cents a gallon for the purest water on earth versus a dollar to $20 a gallon for bottled water. Hey, sounds good to me. And you know, mothers, uh, Dr. Whitaker, you know, they'll, they'll go to, to great extents, and, and, you know, certainly uh, wisely so, to make sure that their children eat organic now. But then they don't realize, I mean, the Chinese, you probably know this well, Charles, have done interesting studies that, you know, uh, uh, children who drink chlorinated and fluoridated water, I mean, it actually affects their IQ adversely. 
Sure, and children consume, you know, three times as much water per pound of body weight. Metals, every tap water source in America has some trace of lead in it, and it's shown to have irreversible, tragic effects on children's learning abilities and behavioral problems. They have all sorts of studies now that show that the inner city places that have the highest levels of lead in their water also have the highest levels of adolescent crime. It causes depression, anxiety. There's all sorts of studies that link things in our water to problems with our health, and it's just... You know, it's so important, especially for people that have small children, to make sure that they're drinking good, chemical-free, healthy water. I've written about those mineral imbalances and those toxicity levels with uh, crime and violence. Uh, I know there was a, a individual in my area that got very concerned about excessive amounts of manganese uh, exposure to violent uh, to children that was causing a lot of juvenile delinquency, et cetera. So there's a there's a pretty good body of evidence on the the behavioral um, uh, problems, and you throw lead in. I mean, there's this book by Bill Bryson called uh, you know a, a short story about I mean a short history of nearly everything, where he talks about a lot about the science and pointing out how tetraethyl lead which was brought to um, the, the, the earth back in the late 20s, virtually polluted the entire planet with lead. And now our lead levels are 600% higher than they were at the turn of, the, of last century. Not of this century, but of last century. And um, the exposure we're having to these toxic metals is increasing, not decreasing. As we sure. March what people don't realize, you know, all the faucets in your home, all brass is 15% lead. So some of the plumbing infrastructure that delivers, even if water didn't have lead in it at the municipal water company, it will have lead in it by the time it comes out of your tap. And it's mm. extremely important, like I say, especially if people have children, to make sure that, that, that those heavy metals are out of their drinking water. Interesting stuff, interesting stuff. And of course, you know these days, with you know, then you wonder. You you buy all these bottled, you know, fruits and bottled tea drinks. Um, you know, and, and we spend extraordinary amounts of money. You know, do, do we know the source of water in some of those places, Charles? Sure, and you know, the, one of the problems, and if you'll read the labels on those, a lot of those beverages use reverse osmosis water because it's, they have to strip the minerals out. Otherwise, every source of water has a different taste to it. And when you strip the minerals out of water, it creates an acid. And, and I think Dr. Whitaker will agree that, you know, we need to make sure our body fluids are as alkaline as possible. Distilled water, reverse osmosis water are not alkaline. They're acids. They take these minerals out and it drops the pH of the water and it will cause them to leach plastic or, or anything else. If you use distilled water in an aluminum pan, you'll find traces of aluminum in that water. It's just yeah. by nature uh, it has reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis produces a... a, a a water very similar to distilled. And distilled water is a very, very active substance. It will dissolve it. The the dissolvability of things in distilled water is substantially higher than in mineralized water. So it's an active water. It's not a healthy thing to drink. Right. Yeah, there's a big study now with the World Health Organization. They just came out with a 10-year study that talks about people that drink demineralized water Inevitably, 100% will ultimately develop some type of mineral deficiency because when you put those acid solutions in your body, your body has to produce bicarbonates to offset that acid, and it pulls calcium or some other mineral from your system to do that. So it's, it's, it's very important that people understand the nature of water and why, you know, leaving those minerals in the water is yeah, really important. <clears throat> I've written about the um, kidney stone belt 
and the heart disease belt in the southeast where they use surface water, which is uh, less mineralized, much less mineralized than the well water they use in the, in the Midwest and the Far West. And they have much higher kidney stones, much higher heart disease, substantially higher based upon their water intake. And osmosis, reverse osmosis, has two problems as far as I can see. The first one would be that it takes all the minerals out. The second one, there's three problems. The second one, it throws away about two-thirds of the water uh, in, the, in, the, in the process. So it's a terribly wasteful method of trying to purify the water. And the third thing is that you, if you don't change your filter, you're going to be doing exactly the opposite of what you're trying to do because if the filter gets clogged with all the minerals that it's been taking out, it's going to start putting all the pollutants back in the water as well. Sure, so, and it's very expensive and very maintenance oriented. It's just right. not. It, it wasn't designed for drinking water. There's some companies that picked it up and started marketing it for that. But you know, selective filtration, filtration processes that take out the chemicals, the heavy metals, the bacteria. Charles, and leave hold in the that minerals. thought. Back with uh, more Charles Strand. Cutting edge information on alternative medicines, nutrition, and your health. Healthy Talk Radio. Now, here's Julian Whitaker, MD, America's Wellness Doctor, and Deborah Ray, America's First Lady of Health. With a guest who's written two books about water, and I am certainly learning a lot from Charles Strand, who joins us today, uh, uh, you know, about the fact that, you know, bottled water, do, do you know what, what's in there? You know, what, what the label says and doesn't say, you know, even uh, reverse osmosis and distilled water and what that means in terms of, of essential minerals, Dr. Whitaker. You know, what fascinates me about this story, and I see this frequently, a parent gets involved with the health problem of a child and makes major contributions to the health of everyone. Dixie Tafoa, you know, uh, had a Down syndrome child, figured out how to treat that. I think that the parents of a child with Lyme disease were the ones to discover that it was an infectious disease coming from exposure to the woods and to ticks. When parents get involved and they, you know, uh, put their energies to protect their children, etc., and then they continue on with that passion to help others, we get some major advances in our uh, health, in our, in our society. So my hat's off to you, Charles. You've done very good work. Thank you. You know, if you go online now, there's just so many studies about childhood asthma and how it's been linked mm-hmm. out to children inhaling chlorine vapors in the shower. And, you know, the U.S. swim team, they found that over half the kids develop asthma you know, there, there is a direct link, and, and parents typically are the ones that push for changes, and, and you know, it, it's coming. You know, people are realizing that bottled water is not the solution. It's very easy to filter these contaminants out of your water at home. It, yeah. it makes more sense. It's better for the environment. It's better for your health, better for your pocketbook. There's a relationship. I have a, a colleague of mine, Dr. Kenny Bach, has written a book on the four A's of childhood, asthma, ADD, uh, allergy, and the other one is, um, um, what is it? There's a fourth one. Asthma allergy, eight. and asthma, autism, and attention deficit. Attention deficit yeah. and allergy, right. Yeah. And the, these are the four childhood diseases that, that parents are, are pulling their hair out. One of the mechanisms to help prevent or treat that would be to be sure that you're getting good mineralized contaminant-free water. And sure, and lots of it. I mean, that's how your body—that's your mm-hmm. your body's only detoxification method. 
is to flush these contaminants out with water. And if the water you're consuming already has contaminants in it, it doesn't have that ability to drag contaminants out of your system. Mm-hmm. The more healthy water people drink, the more they can flush these toxins out of their system and the healthier they're going to be. It's, it's that simple. Well, Charles, I want to call too. So, so how do I do this? What's the code? <laughs> the, the phone number, and let me add this. that This phone number is to our call center at our factory here in Fort Worth, Texas. These are all trained specialists. You better hurry. Ten seconds, Give it out. Yeah, let's go, guys. 866-NO-BOTTLE or www.aquasana.com. 866-NO-BOTTLE. I can remember that. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Thank Great you. information. Our thanks to Dr. Whitaker. Our thanks to Charles Strain. Our thanks to you. I'm Deborah Ray reminding you, live long, stay healthy.